Hello and welcome to the David Ryan Fitness Podcast. In this podcast, I will deep dive into training, nutrition and mindset. Before we get into today's podcast, folks, I just want to mention that my DRF online program is live and I help all types of women lose weight with quick and easy workouts and flexible dieting. DM me on Instagram, davidryan.fitness, or you can get me on Facebook, David Ryan, or LinkedIn, David Ryan Fitness, if you want to know any more about that. So, health and wellness. What does it mean to me? So, in my opinion, health and wellness is thinking about prevention rather than waiting for something to go wrong in our health and then acting upon it. You can't have one without the other, but they are two different concepts that are quite variable and they have two different meanings. The World Health Organization defines health as a social state of complete physical mental and social well-being and not just the absence of disease or illness. So you might ask me what's the difference between health and wealth or health and wellness. Well health is the goal and wellness is what we do to achieve that goal. You cannot truly have one without for you cannot truly have health without first achieving wellness wellness has a direct impact on our overall health which is essential for living a happy and healthy and fulfilled life in my opinion so you can't just choose to be healthy but you can consciously choose wellness by living a proactive life and taking proactive steps for your well-being so how do you have wellness i have created five pillars in which i think that we can get wellness and have overall health and they are social connectedness sleep exercise, nutrition, stress management, and mindfulness. Stress management and mindfulness mindfulness are, are in the same category. So the first one, social connectedness. This is connecting with friends or family or romantic relationships like we're social creatures it's what we do as i've said in my previous podcasts we have to be we had to be social in our thousands and thousands of years ago we had to be social in our hunter gatherer groups or we were on the fucking the menu it's as simple as that like i think that i'm an extrovert and i love being around people and i thrive being around people but Actually, in fairness, I do like to be alone sometimes. And it's good to be alone with our thoughts. But being social is a great way to improve your physical and mental health. 
we all want to be loved, we all want to be cared for, we all want to be valued, we all want to be part of a social network. We all want someone to talk to so we can get our thoughts out, our feelings out. Studies show that if you are in a social environment with people that you like, love and want to be around, there's less chance of you getting behaviours like anxiety or depression or stuff like that. And I really hope that this pandemic ends soon because it, like, I think that the kids are really, really suffering. Like they need to go back to school. I I just think that they're they're losing out on their social lives and hopefully they won't have any side effects from it. Hopefully not. But literally, if you're feeling down, just pick up the phone and take 10 minutes out of your day and call that person that you've been thinking about or call your mom or call your dad or call your girlfriend or boyfriend or your best friend or whatever. And trust me, you'll feel so much better. If you're feeling shit, just call somebody and listen to their stories. Like, you don't have to talk about yourself. Like, just take your mind off things. Do you know what I mean? So, the second pillar is sleep. And this is one I cannot stress enough. Sleep is so fucking important. You need sleep to recover as you know, you need sleep to have energy. You need everybody knows this. You need sleep to recharge your brain so that you're f- refreshed and alert when you wake up. You need to have energy. You need to be alert. It's like literally natural natural medicine to our bodies. So why, when we get older, do we not get as much of it? Like why, why do we? like do that like oh in fairness I always wanted to when I was a kid I was like oh I can't wait till I get when I'm older and I and I get to go to bed whenever I want and then you get into that stage and yeah it's it's not good it literally helps your body like sleep literally helps your body behave like remain healthy and prevent diseases there's a reason why we went to bed at the same time and woke up at the same time as a kid. Because it gave you structure, it gave you routine. You got your proper sleep in. So why do we do the opposite when we get older? We know we have to get up early in the morning, but we still binge watch Netflix until 4am and we're up for work at 6 and we've two hours sleep and the whole day is ruined like you're going around like a zombie you make poor food choices you're starving when it comes to lunch because you didn't make your lunch because you wanted to have that extra half an hour in bed so you didn't even have breakfast so you're starving as well because you did want to have that extra half an hour in bed so you go and make you go and go get your lunch and you go to the deli and you get a big dirty breakfast roll riddled with grease and empty calories like without sleep the brain cannot function properly 
most of us need seven to nine hours sleep and some of us need seven hours seven and a half hours eight hours nine hours just experiment with this and see what suits you best because i'm sure you all know you've slept for way too long and you've you've actually woke up tireder than 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 you were you actually wake up knackered so everybody get your sleep in and i'll just keep hammering this in because it's so important the third pillar is exercise we all know we need to exercise 20 to 30 minutes a day of exercise is perfect if you want to be staying healthy it can literally make you feel good. Why wouldn't you want to do it? It'll boost your energy levels if you if you if you train. It'll improve your mood. It benefits every part of the body, not just aesthetically. Exercise causes the body to make chemicals that make you feel good. The chemicals like endorphins or dopamine. These chemicals literally make you feel happy. And not only do they make you feel good, but exercise also helps your brain to get rid of any chemicals that make you feel stressed or anxious. So it's a great tool for people who suffer with depression or have low self-esteem. It's just the exercise. It also gives you a real kind of sense of accomplishment and pride uh, if and like you've achieved a goal like getting a personal best on your squat or getting a personal best on your bench press or even getting a really good time on your 5k like it boosts you up in your in your head like you get such a sense of achievement of it it helps you lose weight and it helps you look good and feel better and look better aesthetically. So what's not to love about it? Who doesn't want to feel and look good about themselves? Like who doesn't want to look in the mirror and look good? It'll also lower your risk of diseases like obesity, type 2 diabetes, high blood pressure, heart disease, and it can even help you age. I know some of the younger listeners might not think this is important, but it really is. Like, for example, osteoporosis, the weakening of bones, can be a problem when you get older. All right? And especially in women. Any sort of weight-bearing exercise or resistance training can really help your bones become strong when you hear resistance training it's not just weight training like any resistance against your muscles like a jog or a walk or whatever like will 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 be enough so don't think that you have to hit the gym like you can just go for a brisk walk every day and you should be fine should be healthy There's different ways that you can train as well. There's three different ways that you can exercise and train. Number one is aerobic exercise. 
This is exercise for your heart. And remember, your heart is a muscle and your heart needs exercise as well, like all your other muscles. You need your heart and lungs to be healthy in order for it to pump blood and oxygen around your body in a healthy way. The more healthy your heart is and your lungs are, the better nutrients is pumped around your body. The better the blood is pumped around your body. When you work out, the blood goes to the muscles and repairs it. You need it to be really, really good and efficient. Aerobic exercise is any type of exercise that gets the heart rate elevated. And it's any type of exercise to get your breathing heavier. So even a brisk walk, jogging, sprinting, HIIT workouts, they're all good examples of, of aerobic exercise. <clears throat> Sorry. The second way of training is strength training. So this is how you work the other muscles in your body. This is where you create resistance against your muscles and essentially they become stronger. It doesn't have to be weight training in the gym. It can be body weight resistance like squats, pull-ups, sit-ups, or even running or even rowing or whatever resistance against your muscles you can get. That will make your muscles adapt and become stronger. This will help support your joints and help support your bones and stop you getting injuries and it will you be able to do everyday tasks. And also if you have bigger muscles you'll burn more fat as muscle uses more energy than fat. So it needs more calories. And the third type of training is flexibility training. You need to be flexible so that your muscle and joints bend easily. It can also improve your workouts, not just your workouts, it can help people that play sports like karate, like all the martial art um, sports, soccer or football. GAA, hurling, lots of different types. So stretching is key. And even stretching after you hit the gym is also unreal for improving your flexibility. Okay, so there are the different three types of, of training. And that brings me on to my fourth pillar, and that is nutrition. Okay, so as I've said before, Food is medicine. What we put into our bodies has a direct effect on our health. You need to add whole foods into your body, like whole grains, fruits, veg, nuts, healthy fats, protein, carbohydrates. All these are examples of natural medicine to our bodies. Hold on one sec. So all these examples are medicine to our bodies. Good quality protein will 
help you recover, it'll help you grow and have better quality hormone production and function. We use carbs essentially as an energy source, but they're specifically good for fiber and they help us go to the toilet and get rid of waste in our bodies. We need to be mindful of the foods that we eat. Like everybody knows that if you eat McDonald's for breakfast, for lunch and for dinner, you're obviously going to be unhealthy. These foods cause issues if you consume them all the time, especially in your gut. Your health lies within your gut and your immune system lies within your gut. And when we eat processed foods like this on a daily basis, these foods destroy the walls within our guts and this causes toxins to come out in the bloodstream. And what happens then is you get inflammations in the body through skin conditions uh, because the toxins come out through your bloodstream and they go out through your skin and you end up getting spots and acne and rashes. Now, if I eat bad, I'm not somebody who suffers with um, spots or anything like that. But I know if my girlfriend eats a lot of shit, she gets really bad oily skin and gets spots around her face and stuff like that. So if anybody, if any is now that you're out there and you're eating shit all the time and you're wondering why you're getting bad skin, that's probably why. As well, if you eat shit 24-7, it's going to eventually creep up on you and you can get diseases like diabetes, heart disease, cholesterol, high blood pressure. You don't want to go down that road. Like You don't want to be on medication for the rest of your life or even worse, be in critical condition for what you put into your body. And it all comes down to what is going into your mouth and going into your stomach. So it's really, really important to be mindful of what we're eating and how we look after our overall health. And this brings me to the last point, which is stress management and mindfulness. Stress has a major effect on our body whether it's good or bad. Like you can have stress in small doses and it's good for the body. Like when you train and you go to the gym and you put stress on your body, that is a good type of stress and your body adapts to that and basically you get stronger. But if you have stress that is outside of your training and it's long term or chronic it can have serious negative effects on your body this is one that i have to drill into my clients all the time you have to manage your stress otherwise you won't be able to do anything properly if you're working out and you put that stress on your body as i said that's fine But if you're working out and you're 
life is really, really stressful, then your body is never going to adapt to the training. It will just try and adapt to the stress that's in your life because that stress is going to be bigger. So your body's never going to improve if you're stressful outside. Like the stress that you put on in the gym, if your stress in your life is bigger, your body is never going to adapt to that and you're never going to improve. And if it's long-term, you're going to end up having a breakdown and you just, like, you, you don't want that. This is where mindfulness comes in. You can't always control circumstances that happen that might be stressful. It's how you deal with them situations. And it's about being mindful of the fact that you're going to go through some stressful times in your life. Without stress, there's no good. Without good, there's no stress. It's it's like without good, there's no bad. It's about practice being like it's about being mindful and this helps you focus and also changes the brain when you're mindful and like the more you tap into your thoughts the more you may become aware of how to react to stressful events so try being mindful of and try and relieve some stress You don't have to go full meditation mode on it. You can just focus on your breathing. Take 10 deep breaths in whenever like you feel stressed or anxious. 10 deep breaths in through the nose and out through the mouth. Swear to God, it will help you. When you get stressed or have anxious or, 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 be, or be anxious, your body tightens up and your heart rate rises. So if you take some deep breaths in through your nose and out through your mouth, it will massively help you and you will not feel as bad or as tight or as anxious. Trust me, like I've done this loads of times and it's worked. There's loads of ways to relieve stress you might exercise which is one which is my favorite one to do go on a walk go try some breathing techniques as i said um go talk to a best friend have a call with a loved one meditate listen to music do something creative and take your mind off things there's loads of ways of doing it but it's so important to know which one suits you so you can deal with your stress and manage your stress. And I swear to God, your life will be so much easier. So there's my five pillars on health and wellness. And if any of that resonated with you or you need a chat or anything like that, just hit me up on the DMs on Instagram at davidryan.fitness or David Ryan on Facebook or David Ryan Fitness on LinkedIn. I hope you've enjoyed that.
and I hope you have a great weekend and I'll see you later.